welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio, and today we have a, well, I shouldn't call it a fun topic, I thought ready to call it a fun topic, but we have a, <laughs> but we'll we have a very, in, we can. we'll make it fun, we'll try to make it fun, we, but it's a very informative topic, and to the heart of what our radio shows are always uh, focused on, getting you guys into action, educating you, motivating you, and putting you in a position where you can make some money. Well, along, that, along those lines, today's radio show is called Why Most Agents Retire Broke or never retire at all. So we're going to be talking about the real practical side of why it is that most agents, frankly, never are able to accumulate enough money so they can uh, either scale back their real estate practices because, let's be honest, that, you know, retiring, the whole idea of not doing anything all day is not appealing to you know, most people. Um, but it would be certainly nice if at some time in your future you no longer had to worry about money because you had enough money coming in from other sources that came as a result of you accumulating and investing over your real estate career so that you would have options at a point in your life where you chose no longer to have to focus all your efforts on earning money. So we're going to be talking about what the biggest, what are the biggest mistakes that most agents make. And regardless of where you are in your career, regardless of how old you are, these are real practical pieces of advice that hopefully you guys can employ immediately. Well, I know you can. Um, now, a lot of announcements, and I'm going to go through these quickly and, cons- and as specifically and, and as targeted as I possibly can. Number one, the Inman event is back on. Um, and uh, I know I had some of you, um, someone from Dallas, someone from uh, two people from Austin that wanted to be on the panel. Um, and in case, and I haven't reminded them or let them know that the uh, event that we're doing with Inman and Keller Williams is going to take place on June 18th. It's a private panel. It's not a big, you know, it's not an audience, nothing like that. But if you're interested and if you're Austin or local to Austin and you'd like to be on the panel, please email me directly. It's Tim at TimAndJulieHarris.com. It's going to be fun. It's going to be quick. It's only a half hour. Julie and I are interviewing uh, three agents. You'll get the questions ahead of time. It's going to be videotaped. And then Brad's going to feature it all over the Internet. So it's kind of a cool opportunity for you to drive some referrals your way. Uh, the second big announcement I have is that we are doing a coaches training. And I know Again, I haven't announced this for probably over a month, but we are indeed looking for more coaches. Our coaching business is growing by leaps and bounds, and we're um, actively looking for coaches, agents who are preferably experienced in the coaching realm, but at the very least have a long track record of being a top-producing agent. We would love to talk with you. And the easiest way for you to find out more information on our uh, coaching positions are to go to the website, timandjulieharris.com, Click the Careers tab, and you'll see the different um, openings that we have. But like I said, we're actively looking for um, coaches, and, and this is an immediate need that we have. We will be uh, doing a coaches training uh, that's going to be taking place the end of July. And so all new coaches and all existing coaches will be meeting in, guess where, Austin, Texas. <laughs> You're getting the feeling that Julie and I don't like to travel that much. But we'll be meeting in Austin, Texas. Um, and, yeah, it's going to be intense. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're having some guest speakers come in. Uh, we are going to invite a handful, and by handful I mean probably six, 
of our uh, clients, and th- those spots are already maybe already taken. Folks that don't want to be coaches but want to attend our coaches training event. If you're interested in attending that, please uh, email. Uh, you know what? I don't want to have our assistants being overwhelmed with emails, so email me directly, Tim at timandjulieharris.com, and I'll send you the information and have someone follow up with you about that. I have to remind myself that there's 100,000 of you that are regular listeners, and when I make announcements like that, sometimes it's an avalanche of emails. So with that in mind, um, remember, student loans. Those of you who have been on the fence about getting into coaching, and I know the obstacle, the biggest obstacle a lot of you have is financial, and we're being sympathetic to that. It's taken us years to put this program together but we are now able to offer, and we're the only ones offering, student loans. That means that you can become a coaching student of ours and join our Breakthrough Coaching Program, which is our highest level coaching. And normally that would be $997 a month. Normally you'd have to basically put it on a credit card or pay for it, and a lot of you still go that route, and that's great. You know, But for the rest of you who are unable to afford that, and but you can and still have the desire to get into coaching but can't afford 359 a month, well, guess what? You can become a member of our Breakthrough Coaching Program for $359 a month if you elect to go the student loan route. And the easiest way for you to find more information on that is to go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com, freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Uh, two more announcements, and then I'm done, I promise. Um, so the second announcement is we, wel- we are thrilled to welcome our newest title sponsor, uh, Z Buyers. And I interviewed uh, one of the owners yesterday on the radio show, so make sure you listen to that. And also, of course, MojoSells.com. I, of all the sponsors we've ever had, uh, and we've had a lot of, uh, have a lot of sponsors, and you know, Mojo's been with us for now six, eight, twelve months, something like that, as a sponsor. There, and I suspect Z Buyers will be the same way. Eight hundred home hotlines already the same way. Um, we get thank you emails because of Mojo Sells. We get people emailing us thanking us for letting us letting them know about that product. Um, from listening to the radio show. So if you guys are not tuned in yet to what Mojo Sells is, definitely go to their website and check it out. It is so cool. It's one of those, like, when you get your real estate license, there's certain things you have to have. You have to join a broker. You have to get a business card. You know, <laughs> you have to do those basic things, right? Uh, Mojo Sells, frankly, Z Buyers, 800 Home Hotline. Those are the companies that we like to unofficially, officially partner with because we believe in the product that they're delivering we like the terms and the price, and it all makes sense, and the numbers make sense. And we've already vetted them through all of our coaching clients, and our coaching clients report back great things. So when you hear us talking about a sponsor, understand that for every one sponsor that we take on, we probably, like today alone, I had three emails from folks that wanted to be uh, sponsors. New products usually. I have no tra- They have no track record. I don't know anything about them. I'm certainly not going to lend my reputation, our reputation, to a product that's unknown. So when you hear us, uh, talking about a product or a service, you can pretty much assume that it's the best of the best, or they wouldn't be, um, or we wouldn't have them as a sponsor, and that's the bottom line truth. So, Julie, before we get to today's topic, anything you'd like to share to the listeners? I know you were on coaching calls with our coaches all day, and I, I also heard you had yeah. some coaching calls with some clients today. Anything interesting mm-hmm. that you're hearing from the real estate ether? Yeah, well, interesting and exciting. You know, we're basically halfway through the year. And by and large, most of our coaching clients are either on track or ahead. And some of our clients, and you guys know who you are, who are doing what we lovingly call the comeback year. You know, maybe last Mm -hmm. year wasn't the greatest, and, you know, you're getting back to the production you had 
maybe before the recession, or maybe you just never have had that kind of production. So there's a lot of you guys that actually have done more this year already than you did last year, which is exciting, and now you have a decision to make. Are we going to increase your goal? You've already met what you said you would do in January. So, I mean, that's a pretty exciting coaching call when you go down that road and you say, you know what, congratulations, you've already killed it based on what you did last year. Now what do you want to do? Now, you know, let's think bigger. You know you can do it. For some people, it's you know you can do it again. Others, it's you know you can do it in the first place. And so it's really great to see that confidence level going through the roof and to recalibrate some of those goals. So some agents are expanding their goals, thinking bigger, and other people are just kind of living with the idea that they're there and we're just going to continue to exceed it. So that's a really exciting coaching call to hear. And by and large, that's where our coaching clients are. Now, why is that? Because we hold you guys highly accountable to what you claim is important to you. It does make a difference but having somebody keeping an eye on you all the time, oddly enough. <laughs> along those lines, here's the craziest thing you'll ever hear from a real estate coach. Ready? Some of you who have exceeded your goals or are on track to exceed your goals when you add up your closed transactions, your pending transactions, and the deals that you have in your pipeline that are basically gold with listings you know will sell and things like that. When you add up the dollar commission value to you of all those, uh, like Julie said, and we're hearing this across the board from our coaching clients, our coaches, and you know, they're exceeding their goals. Some of you, you know, Julie said, are you going to reset your goal? What's your plan? Some of you aren't, and it's okay, <laughs> right? Craziest thing you've ever heard from a real estate coach. Some of you who have already earned enough money that you are exceeding your goals and you've, already, uh, you've dreamed of a time in your life where you could basically have a relaxed summer and not worry about money, you've earned it. And if that's yeah. the choice you want to make, go for it. That's right. It's your life. If you want to take the whole summer off and spend it with your family because you've worked your butt off the first six months, and truthfully, you've been probably working your butt off since like for the last 12 months, and that's the reason you have this great momentum. That's the reason you've earned this amount of money. If you don't want to work and you've met or exceeded your financial goals and obligations, and you, hey, guess what? God bless you. Go for it. Do it. Take some yeah, time off. There's nothing the wrong right with that. to do that. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's sometimes what's going to be ultimately motivational to a lot of folks. It's not buying more stuff. It's not really any of those external things. It's the ability and, and the, uh, I don't even know what the word would be, but ability is the best word, to not have to worry about money. The positioning of not having to work. The feeling of freedom that you've always desired comes from what a lot of you have created for yourselves, which is this incredible men momentum. Again, I'll say it again, craziest thing you'll ever hear from a real estate coach. If you want to you know, take the summer off, take the summer off. Enjoy it. You've earned it. Now, I would venture a guess that that message will appeal to a minority of the listeners. Most of them are going to say, I'm going to drill down and I'm going to double what my goal was. And that's where things get really exciting because what you can then do is you can start creating unbelievable financial momentum going into the next year. You can actually, yes, buy the things that you want to buy, upgrade the things you want to upgrade, you know, all that Save stuff. That you can all Save it. Yeah, right, right. Buy investment properties, uh, fund your kids' 529s. That's what this type of real estate market is all about. It's about really, you know, it's incredible, Julie. The thing that, this is my favorite time of our entire real estate careers to be real estate coaches because pretty much in every single market, it's no longer, uh, you know, expecting the sky to fall. It's around every right. corner there's opportunity. And that's yes. what's so much fun. If you're not, seriously, if you're not experiencing that, if that's not your mindset, if you're not living that type of lifestyle right now, you and, and guys, I cannot be more direct with you than this. 
ask for, request a free coaching call. And one of our coaches, we have 11 coaches that are basically, they set aside time every day for these free coaching calls. You've got to schedule it, but you'll schedule it. And generally speaking, you'll have your free coaching call within a day or two. They'll create a plan for you. They're also going to give you two free copies of our book. Uh, well, you know, one's the Think and Grow Rich for Real Estate, and the other's Real Estate Treasure Map. You get those for free just by requesting a free coaching call, and we will get you back on track. Whether you choose to become one of our coaching clients or not, that's secondary to you refocusing your energies and making the most of this year. And that goes true for those of you who are also having a great year, want to maintain or build more momentum to go into next year. So whatever you are, wherever you are on the real estate success spectrum, and whatever your mindset is, realize that if you've ever wondered what it felt like to be in the right place at the right time, it's now. And I don't care where in the country you are, what price range you're selling in, it's now. And if you're not experiencing your best year ever or building the momentum to have your best year ever, considering the interest rates, considering the real estate market, considering the overall economy, considering the optimism, as long as you don't watch too much news, considering the optimism that's in the economy on a whole, if you're not experiencing overwhelming success, or at least you can't see overwhelming success on your horizon, it's your fault, and you've got to do something about it. So, Julie, let's talk about why most realtors retire, quote-unquote, broke, or never retire at all. And let's start with a statistic. Something like 90% of all Americans, this number changes, but this is a number you guys can research this on your own, uh, when they reach retirement age, are either dependent on the government or family members to support themselves. So in a country with so much abundance, in a country with so much opportunity, especially like what we were just talking about, virtually everyone, once they reach the age that they're no longer willing or able to work to support themselves, become dependent on the government or a family member, or sometimes both, in order to make ends meet. I want you guys to think about that for a second. That's an actual fact. That's not just some sort of philosophical thing a mindset thing. That's a fact. And so the the realization, once you realize that despite what you might believe works to uh, make it so you have a comfortable retirement, the realization is, is you probably need to double whatever you think it's going to take, income-wise, passive income-wise. Um, otherwise, so many people wouldn't essentially fail at retirement. If you don't want to be uh, a checkout or a welcome person at Walmart, nothing wrong with that, when you're in your 80s, Right now, you better be taking it seriously about what you're going to be doing to set yourself up financially. So, Julie, what is the first point about why most realtors essentially never are able to retire with any uh, resemblance of uh, comfort and security? Yeah, well, this is something that all the coaches hear all the time. We hear it all the time. Number one thing, agents say they're waiting for the right time to take action. And, you know, we hear this on a micro version throughout the year. Well, I'm going to wait till after the holidays, wait till after the spring, wait till after the snow melts, wait till the sun, wait till kids get out of school, wait till kids go back to school, right? So that's on kind of the micro excuse level, waiting for the right time, waiting for my market to change. Well, guess what? You've had lots of market changes in recent times. You can't keep using and recycling that same excuse of waiting for the right time to take action. Sometimes it's a financial excuse. Why? I'm not going to do any marketing until I have a really big closing. Well, maybe the reason you're not having a big closing is because you don't market and prospect. So it's like the chicken or the egg sometimes. So waiting for the right time to take action. The right time is now, always, one foot in front of the other. You know that old saying, when you pray, move your feet? It's not enough to just pray for the right time to get ready to get started to some type possibly feel like taking action. 
now is the right time to take action. And I think, Tim, sometimes agents don't take action fast enough because they make it out to be this really big thing in their head. You know, it's like, well, I've got all this massive amounts of lead follow-up to do. Well, just start with one call. Don't put the pressure on yourself to get through all of it instantaneously. Start somewhere. Does that make sense? You, know, you hear that all yeah, the time, too. Well, of course. But, Julie, I mean, the fact is, is that it's overwhelming, right? Sometimes mm-hmm. knowing what to do, knowing where to prioritize your time. It, it, when you and I got in the business 20 years ago, it was a blessing and a curse at the same time because you really ha- there weren't a billion options as to what you could do for lead generation. There wasn't people True. trying to sell you stuff around every corner. And now these guys are solicited constantly. It is really overwhelming knowing what works, knowing what doesn't, knowing where you should focus your time, your energy, your priorities. I get it, guys. There's so many conflicting messages out there. You know, and it is overwhelming. And if you never owned your own business before, if you've never, you know, any of the types of, if you don't have the types of sales skills that you need to develop, it really does take um, a very focused effort on your part. And you have to have the discipline to follow a path that you might find to be very lonely at times because um, the masses of the agents are always going to, and we're going to talk about this in a second, be attracted to the shiny objects, be attracted to the novel. The successful agents, if you ever noticed, the top producers, you never hear about them uh, associating with any you know, gimmicks. You never see them at some of the real estate parties and the other types of things that a lot of the, the agents attend because they know there's no money to be made there. There's no people to help. There's no opportunity there. So they focus their energy on work, on what works. So that actually takes us nicely to the next point. And point number two is waiting for enough info to take action. It's similar, but this is a this is frankly, something that plagues a lot of analytical types. You guys wait until you, you're going to gather more information. You're going to research it more. You're going to procrastinate. Julie, when you have a coaching client or one of our coaches has a coaching client that's waiting to get started, similar to the first point but very unique, how is it that we coach agents to stop waiting and just get started? Well, I think it's really helpful to remind them that their job is to earn while you learn and many real estate deals are done without perfection. If you have any doubt about that, think about maybe your last difficult deal where you were complaining about how little that other agent knew. Well, guess what? They still made a commission check, didn't they? A lot of what you, <laughs> what your responsibility is, is what we like to say, earn while you learn. Don't uh, you know, sacrifice your income because you're waiting to know more. Because here's the thing, as soon as you think you know it all, that's its own problem. That's ego. That's you know complacency in itself. And besides, even if it was possible to know it all in real estate, they're just going to change the rules on you anyway. I don't know if you noticed that. You know, dealing with uh, both boom and bust times, everything's going to change all the time anyway. So take the pressure off of yourself, my fellow perfectionist types, analytical types. You're never going to know it all. That's kind of an egotistical statement to even think that you can. Earn while you learn. There is no perfectionism in real estate. There's no room for it. And I always tell my, you know, I kind of specialize in clients like that, I think, sometimes. Um, I Why tell is them, that, Julie? Gonna... Why, <laughs> Why do you specialize in clients like know. that? Why do you <laughs> think, think if you had to guess? We, we perhaps resonate with each other because I had to learn oh, that, right? Oh, well, right. Well, because Julie's analytical and she to- definitely yeah. sympathizes with those well, of you guys who are information. Yeah, right? And she's a musician, and, you know, she's the detail person in our business. You know, she's the president of our company. She directly oversees almost 40 people now, you know, but she's very – she's able to get a lot done, 
it just and not let the and the details hang her up because she's overcome this issue herself, you know. And ultimately, Julie, isn't this waiting to get started to learn to this, that, the other? Isn't it ultimately just basically procrastination because it's based it on fear? It is because it seems like a good excuse, right? I mean, I don't want to do that because I want to get better at it. That seems legitimate. That's better than just flat out being lazy, right? But in fact, it is a form of laziness because it prevents you from taking action, right? So it's okay to make mistakes, and it's okay to look at, you know, there are some, there are a few places. I think this is where I kind of help my analytical and perfectionist clients out. There are some places that you can be a perfectionist in real estate and scratch that itch. Number one, be an all-out, outrageous perfectionist at your lead follow-up. Don't end the day with leads that you haven't followed up on. Be an absolute perfectionist with how great you are on a listing presentation. Be a perfectionist about how your pre-listing package looks. But stop thinking that you can be a perfectionist at knowing everything about everything all the time and being some kind of absolute negotiating you know, rock star or any of that. The deal itself is never going to be perfect. It's impossible. Somebody once counted, Tim, the amount of people, I think one of my title agents told me this ages ago, the amount of people involved in one transaction it's over 50 different people and entities between mortgage and title and buyers and sellers and home inspectors and appraisers. Is it even possible to expect perfection in any way from any of them? No, it's an uphill battle. So give it up. Decide you're going to earn while you learn because as you gain experience, you are getting better and you are adding to that knowledge that you're using as the excuse to not be in action, right? So it's kind of like the chicken or the egg. You'll get better as you get more experience, but not taking action means you will never have that experience. So the next point we wrote down, uh, point number three, um, a lot of agents, again, never retire or essentially they retire broke, is they don't have a business plan that's built around profit. Now, this is something that you know, every time we present this, especially to real estate people, I'm always kind of amazed how amazed they are. You don't have a business unless you make a profit. One of the questions we always are, you know, we love to ask is, especially in front of a group of agents, well, we're in front of a group of agents now, aren't we? Like 100,000 of you. So I'll ask the question of all of you. What is your product? What is it that you actually produce? Right? Now, a lot of you are going to say happy clients, houses, you're going to transact. customer service. Good customer service, right? The answers are always that come from agents when that question is asked. It's always the same, you know, type of thing. And then there'll be some oddball in the back of the room that shouts out the word profit. Usually, one of our coaching clients, and they've heard us present this before, so they know the answer. And you know what? That is the answer. Your product is profit, and that's the mindset that you have to have. And if you're not uh, pulling out. 30% profit for most of you, if not more. And a lot of you guys who have maybe one agent, you know, you and maybe two assistants, you're doing 50% profit. If you're not making a consistent profit at that level, you're doing something wrong. Your product is profit. Your product is not uh, – all those other things go to leading to the profit, but your mindset has to be profit comes first. Transactions are built around what you put in your pocket because, guys, you will never, ever, ever get rich selling real estate. Well, I suppose there's one of you that maybe sold some huge house in, or you know, building in Manhattan. There's and one in every you're sitting on, And you're sitting on your yacht right now in the south of France listening to us on the Internet, and you're saying, what the hell, dude? I sold one house, and look where I am. Okay, so you're the, you're the freak. But for the rest of us, you'll never get rich selling real estate. You get rich, and rich is 
let's say, financial security. Rich doesn't have to be, you know, some ridiculous private jet type lifestyle, unless, of course, that's what you want. But for you to have financial security, for you to retire in comfort, you have to be able to have profit from your business, take that profit out of the business, and then reinvest it. So you don't get rich, quote unquote, selling real estate. You get rich with the money you reinvest from selling real estate, and all, that all goes back to a business plan, which, by the way, you will get when you re- request a free coaching call. That is what the real estate treasure map is. It's our business plan. It's fill in the blank. Point number four, chase bright, shiny objects. And, Julie, we have to kind of go through these last three points relatively mm-hmm. quick. Sure. We've kind of covered them anyway. Uh, that one speaks for itself. This is something that plagues our industry more than ever before, is all the agents who are so attracted to the have-you-heard type whiz-bang, latest, greatest, solve all your problems uh, type whatever. Guys, the gimmicks that some of you buy into on a regular basis, thinking that it's going to somehow, you know, it's the CRM made by God. It's the, you know, the lead management system. It's the long-term follow-up system. It's the postcard to solve all your problems. It's the, you know, guys, those are all products that, and I'm not saying they don't work, but they don't work at the level in which many of you need them for to, to work based on what you're paying, and you're pinning all your hopes on some of these gimmicks because you think it's going to help. To, you can avoid the hard work. You can avoid somehow having to actually master the specific skills, and you can't. So you end up spending all of your money in the bright, shiny objects. You end up basically getting out of real estate with a huge credit card balance. The churn rate, the number of agents that come and go in this business, and it, you know, sometimes I've read statistics on the two-year cycle and other times it's on the four-year cycle. But in essence, 90% of all agents are out of the business in uh, four years. I wonder how many of those agents are getting out of the uh, business in four years with a big credit card balance that they still owe to Zillow. I mean, a lot, right? right? So, guys, please keep in mind that it's up to you to ultimately accept the responsibility, to Julie's point, that you have to really master the skills necessary to essentially be a true lead generator on your own. Buying leads is not sustainable. It will make you broke. Point number five Mindset about wealth versus personal worth. Now, this is a mindset issue. Um, For the sake of time, we can't talk about this a lot. But a lot of you guys, the reason that you're not able to accumulate money is because you have a good old-fashioned classic scarcity mindset. If you find yourself, every time you have money, rushing out to spend it because you won't know when you have money again, you're manifesting not having money again. So the savers among us, those who invest, those who are willing to you know, wait for uh, the instant gratification that so many of you are addicted to, that, those are the wealth accumulators. Those are the ones that have the abundance mindset. I don't need to go out and buy that, bright, that thing that I want because I know I'll have money next month to buy it if I want it then. And this money I'm going to put into Apple stock or this money I'm going to put as a down payment on another rental property, that type of thing. So some of you just can't see yourselves literally as someone with that's accumulated wealth. You can't see yourself as someone who doesn't have to worry about money anymore. You can't see yourself as that rich person, and I get it. That's that's something that I carried that burden for a long time as, you know, as a lower middle class upbringing and, and a lot of you do the same thing. So I'll suggest to you that you read um, think and Grow Rich for Real Estate, and we'll give it to you for free. Just request a free coaching call at freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Oh, listen, you can hop on Amazon and buy it <laughs> you know, for 30 bucks or whatever uh, if you want to. I'd certainly appreciate that. But if you want me to just give it to you along with our Real Estate Treasure Map book, obviously just request a free coaching call at freecoachingcallsforagents.com, and that book does address a lot of the mindset issues. Ego-based fear. 
Uh, and Julie, you've got the last point. Ego-based fear is very simple. Um, there's real fear, and that's the fear of you walking on a street in, in Manhattan, and all of a sudden you fall off the curb and you jump off the and you jump back on the sidewalk. Uh, as a speeding bus almost hits you, right? So that's real fear. The fear that causes an, a, a chemical reaction in your body, uh, life or death, that causes you to avoid the looming, uh, you know, 5,000-pound or 10,000-pound bus that could crush you. That's real fear. All of us have experienced real fear in our lives, but if you think about it, I bet you've only experienced real fear unless you've been forward deployed with one of all, or, you know, in the military, unless you've done something like that, Chances are you've only experienced real fear a handful of times in your life, if that. But the fear that you feel on an ongoing basis feels the same as the, uh, the physical fear that I just described. It's called psychological fear or ego-based fear. So what happens is, is when you have that anxious feeling, that listing appointment, that, you know, all those types of things that, that cause us to feel fear, what the chemical reaction in our bodies is almost identical to the same reaction as when that bus was coming at us. And so it causes an overreaction in our systems and oftentimes will cause us not to take any action whatsoever when it comes to doing the actual work necessary um, to be successful in this business. Now, on a previous radio show, we talked about, for a half hour, we talked about ego-based uh, fear or psychological fear um, versus real fear. And if you want to go back and listen to that show, just go to realestatecoachingradio.com. It is critical that you at least start on the path of understanding that. Julie, point number seven. Yes, and to wrap this call up, some of you will not retire or not retire wealthy because you have continued to resist outside accountability, sometimes known as coaching. Some of you guys don't want that accountability because it literally means you're going to have to step up to what you claim is important to you. Wouldn't it be better to accept the accountability and to embrace that and say, gosh, you know, it's so great to have a co-pilot keeping me accountable and making sure I do what I've claimed for years is important to me. Isn't that easier than continuing to resist? If you're not sure, try it out. FreeCoachingCallsForAgents.com. Accountability isn't as scary as what some of you have made it out to be in your heads. It's highly effective with most of you. And, you know, i got to say, Tim, accountability isn't just about beating them to death if they didn't do something right. It's not about making you feel bad and guilty. It's about being supportive and finding what motivates you and holding you accountable to what you say is important. It's not a coach dictating you're going to do this or else. It's getting into your head and finding out what's important, what's motivating you, and helping you create and live the life of your dreams. And if that takes a little bit of accountability, well, too bad. It works. You know, Embrace it or continue running from it. What would you rather be? We're all getting older. You can be old and rich, or you can be old and not rich. One is better than the other. But it's up to you guys to accept that accountability because it actually is the fast track to making sure that you get what you want. And, you know, Julie, it is interesting. Um, every time we talk about bring up the word accountability, I always have this visualization. And, uh, and you've, you know, we've literally been in rooms where we've seen this. It'll be a dude, and this is the visualization I get when we talk about resisting accountability. It'll be a guy who's about 30 to 40 pounds overweight, it's usually not women. Women kind of get the whole accountability thing, but it's, and, and he's going to, you know, he's going to be sitting in the middle to the back of the room with his arms crossed, kind of <laughs> looking down his nose at us, thinking yep. to himself, "I don't need external accountability. I don't need somebody telling me I've what to do." I've heard all this before. Yeah, I've heard all this before. Accountability, accountability. You know, it's interesting that if that 
gentlemen were to just see what's on the other side of that thought and realize and be introspective about allowing that thought to manifest in his life, what it's actually creating, or rather what it's preventing his life from becoming, he would lose that thought instantly. The inner skeptic in us that makes us think thoughts like, I don't need external accountability, is the same. It's your ego. And that inner skeptic wants you to stay broke. It's your inner skeptic that wants you to not evolve, what doesn't want you to change. It's the fear that we were just talking about as far as uh, you know the ego. It's the fear of change. It's the fear of what happens if I have to go on more listing appointments. It's the fear of what happens if I have more listings. Can I handle that amount of business? It's the fear of what happens if I have to build a team. Can I handle that responsibility? You know, guys, you don't have to do any of those things instantly. You take little baby steps to learn them and to master them. That's how this really does work. So if you're that you know, person sitting in the you know, three-fourths back from the front of the room and you have your arms crossed right now, mentally and emotionally that's you or maybe you know it's you, you need to really ask yourself how thinking like that has truly benefited you in your life. Because, guys, here's the bottom line. There's not a single person on the face of the earth that's ever accomplished great things without outside accountability. And we, I can give you all the usual Tiger Woods and this, that, and the other, but the reality of it is is that every single person who's ever accomplished anything of significance has out, outside accountability. Sometimes it's in the form of a coach. Sometimes it's in the form of a boss or a manager. Sometimes it's in the form of in many different forms. But having something outside of us holding us accountable makes a huge difference. So, if there's anything we can be doing for you, please remember to request a free coaching call at freecoachingcallsforagents.com. In the meantime, we'll talk with you on the radio tomorrow. Have a fantastic day. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.